0: Well, hello there divi nation what's up you are not going to believe what we have in store for you today what a treat you have for maybe the first i don't know this might have happened once before like years ago we've got an all-female panel today <laughs> I wish I had yeah, the time last time. time it
1: happened was when Leslie and I were on together and then we uh-huh. didn't know how to end it properly and so she thought she'd ended it and then we just chatted about like life talking, for a good five, ten things minutes about at people. the end of it. I yeah. think that was the last uh, time we were allowed to have all girls on.
0: <laughs> that was terrifying. Now, Sarah and I have done a, we did a bonus one, that setup one, we but did, to have just have three one. girls and also we have a majority down under today, which is like Ooh. another, like, <laughs> unusual thing you guys are usually outnumbered now i'm the one who talks weird today that's right officially yeah so you <laughs> i'm outnumbered anyway we're so glad you guys are all here it looks like the chat is already rolling we got lots of comments and stuff in there welcome welcome everybody today we are going to talk about uh redesigning websites so website design we know is near and dear to emma's heart for sure She's got a group of designers that she's teaching how to build websites and stuff. So we know that that I asked her to come on today because I thought she'd be a really great one to help talk about this. But this is something that we all run into after you've been working with Divi for so many months or years. Obviously, this comes back around or maybe you've inherited a site. So um, before we dive into this topic about the best practices for redesigning a Divi site, why don't we go around and introduce ourselves? Emma, would you like to start since you're our guest?
2: Yeah, sure. Thank you. Uh, hi everyone. I'm Emma Kate. If you, um, haven't met me already, I'm a graphic designer to web designer. And I also now mentor designers, helping them master the wonderful world of WordPress. Uh, you can find me at emmakate.co to check out my courses and grab a bunch of freebies and resources and also designerboss.co, which is the home of my podcast and online
1: summit. Nice. I am Sarah Oates, and you can catch me at Endure.com.au or at Endure web on the socials. I've got an insane week this week. I think um, towards the end of last year, I was talking about how I had these jobs that had kind of banked up and it just wasn't going to get there by Christmas. Well, they're all going live this week. Somehow it's like still all culminated with them all suddenly oh. being urgent this week. So one went yesterday, two to go. Wow. Nice. That's intense. So- I know this but
0: we're getting there. Sorry, nice. I missed that stiff.
1: I said this sponsored week's episode by. is
0: sponsored by Starbucks for Sarah. Because you're <laughs> highly caffeinated, I'm sure, to Absolutely. get through all those launches. I'm Stephanie Hudson, you guys. I'm here representing Focus WP, as always, where we support all of you freelancers and agency owners, copywriters, everybody who wants to add some new services. Uh, to their offerings for their clients or just get a few more hands on deck you can get an instant team of creatives and geeks check us out focuswp.co and please come pop into our uh, Facebook group focus on your biz where we're always um, building each other up and we have our mental health for for web developers we call it unofficially on Thursday nights where we hang out and give each other virtual pats on the back as we know what we're all going through as entrepreneurs so <laughs> let's dive in to this topic about redesigning a website we don't have our pal tim here to kick things off with the definition but emma how do you feel about getting us started do you want to talk to the people about what we mean when we're talking about a redesign just we like to just make sure we all we start on the same page with everybody
2: Yep, i'll give it a go um everyone be kind to me i'm not tim i'm not an expert at this but i'll give a shot <laughs> <laughs> um so Excuse me. So when I think about a redesign, um, I always think about that. There's a Steve Jobs quote about design isn't just about how it looks. It's about how it feels. And oh no, it's not about just how it looks and feels. It's about how it works. And so I think about that when um, clients come to me for a redesign. It's not just about say representing their new branding or making it look nice, fresh and new, and not like it was built five, ten years ago. But also making it um feel good for the front end user using that site making it like mobile friendly responsive and just like you know easy to interact make sure it's fast like all those things that we expect these days as a website visitor but then also making it really easy for my client to use like redesigning the back end potentially organizing all that making that all so much easier for them to update themselves and or whatever they you know necessarily want to do for their particular site and business so um I feel like a redesign sort of should encompass all of those things really understanding what the goals are for the client why are they coming to you for a redesign um what do they actually want and um taking it from there then deciding how you sort of approach the job from there um that kind of what you guys had in mind do you want to add anything else to that
0: no absolutely that's fantastic I love the concept of yeah of the function of it because really this is a website it's not the billboard or a piece of paper that we're designing on right this is a thing that has all of this stuff behind it uh behind yeah. what everybody sees um and i think too typically so when we think about uh the, the design or the redesign versus a new website you know if you're just redesigning some people say like oh it needs a lick of paint like we hear that expression sort of thrown around and Mm -hmm. so maybe some of these ones it's where largely the content and maybe the navigation is pretty much staying the same is sort of how i think of it if there's gonna have major major structural changes that to me is kind of a no-brainer right like yeah we're gonna have to start from scratch Mm -hmm. but uh but these ones where um i'll tell you i had i have an example this week that or uh, this past month where we are launching a site that we've been in a redesign project for a few months now, it's gone on and on and we just launched it. And I just like, I'm just like, why didn't we start from scratch with this site? All the pages are the same. They did change a little bit of the content, but really just like text changes, the structure and the pages was the same. here's what i'm seeing now i go into the back end and there's like these old plugins and there's like oh this pop-up maker and that one And it's like which one are we using for the are Mm. we still using pop-ups on this site and you know like those kind of things and it's like ugh and then you know sometimes you update so many times or you just have so much in the database even though we clear out the caches and we clear out the junk it's i don't know what is it about just a fresh clean Install of WordPress. I love and Divi. doing a
1: fresh install. Like, mm-hmm. if at all possible, I will. The only times I don't is if there is technical stuff built. That's a, that's a terrible way of saying it. Technical stuff built in the back end, <laughs> where you know maybe it's like a membership system or yeah. um, like a shop or I don't know, like events, and they're going to continue using whatever that software is or plugin is to continue using it then I Mm -hmm. won't start from scratch. But if at all possible, I would prefer to copy and paste the content over to the new pages and just import the blog posts and start fresh wherever possible because of that thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I just feel like it's so much fresher. You know it's starting clean. You know that it hasn't been hacked. You know that it's like, it's got the right security measures because it's starting with your normal install that you always start with. Like, it just always feels cleaner and easier, except for those occasions Mm -hmm. where You just can't because there's too much stuff that is already functioning that they want to continue functioning and no one wants Mm -hmm. to rebuild all that crap so then of course you're gonna have to work with what they've got and try and clean it out as much as you can which is part of what we'll talk about today i'm assuming like how do you actually clean out a site so that you can get it as as tidy as possible to move forward in the back end while also fixing up the front end
0: um absolutely i do it Oh, can I go ahead? uh, Go ahead, Emma.
2: Oh, I was just going to say I'm very similar in that I would much prefer to rebuild from scratch if at all possible, um, especially if it's a site that I'm taking over from someone else, someone else has built mm-hmm. it, um, or possibly a website that I've built maybe five years ago and it, maybe it's not even on Divi, like maybe it's on an older theme or something, um, or even if it is on Divi, the Divi websites I built five years ago aren't to the standard that I would sort of... Um, want to have now. So there might be sort of those old plugins and things like that. Um, And you just I have in the past taken on websites where uh, they've been they've come to me from another, you know, designer developer or something. And you just don't understand what's going on in the back end entirely. You know, like you said, there's these plugins that you're not sort of really sure what they're doing, if they need them, what they're using them for. And um, then once you've sort of done your refresh, and you've launched this new site, and then these issues start popping up, you know, a month later or two months later, and you can't work out whether it's something you've done or something from that. Still um, under card. your
0: warranty. Yeah. 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 And it's just, like, <laughs> I
2: feel like it. it's just, I would prefer to even like sacrifice a little, you know, like. Quote I usually do sort of two different quotes sometimes where it's like, Yeah, I can just go in and make these changes or something. This is how much it'll be, or you can get a completely rebuilt website and it's not that much more, you know. So it's kind mm-hmm. of like incentivizing them to go for that Smart. one because it's going to make my life as the person managing it yeah. so much easier long term.
0: Talk to us yep. about. Like a percentage of increase or like a ballpark number. Everybody loves hearing numbers. You don't have to talk about a specific project, but give us like a ballpark. Like what what kind of difference or increase you might talk about, if you don't mind.
2: Um. Yeah. Sure. I think. Um. So it's not like it's not like I have a set formula or something. But, no, no, but Um. Yeah. I remember I had a job that i like, I only quoted on last year and it's a website that i actually built for a client years ago they've been my client for like 10 years and i built it on the n theme you know so it's still mm-hmm. like functioning really well but i really just i want to rebuild it and Divi for them like they wanted to get a new redesign they're getting new branding photos all this stuff and i was like oh can we just like move you to Divi? you're gonna love it you know and so I quoted them on all the sort of text changes they wanted, as redesigning as much as possible as I can in the end theme, because I'm not very good at it now. And it, obviously it's nothing like Divi. Um, so I sort of quoted on that. And then I quoted on like, oh, we can just do a complete redesign in Divi, you get a whole fresh new look and you get all these extra benefits that we know come with Divi. Um, and I think the difference in price there was, it would be less than, I reckon it was probably like $700 more, you know? So it was probably around 1500 And then, oh, I don't know, like how much, I can't even remember how much I increased, but it was like, because we were keeping like all the copy and everything the same and all this kind of stuff, it wasn't that much more of an increase for them. And um, they just jumped at it, you know, like they were quite happy to do that because they knew that it was going to,
1: um, obviously bring them so much more value. Yeah. And it just it's sounds not- fancier, like a whole new redesign.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. built on Divi for sure. That's a that's kind of a no brainer, right? because it would almost take you longer sometimes yeah. to do it.
1: Yeah, sometimes just do it anyway. <laughs> like even if you gave them those two price things, I would potentially just rebuild it in Divi yeah. anyway. Oh, I just I because it makes make it life it. easier
2: it's a bit more like it's a bit more of a complicated it's got like a bit, lots of forms on it and things like that yeah. and it's a little bit more complicated but if it was a smaller site like yeah, yeah for sure it's just going to be easier really isn't it
0: yeah so what are the scenarios where we where we do a redesign you guys what are the what, what are the sources of these projects i could think of a couple for example you inherit a site yeah that that is like somebody is needing some help and it gets sent over to you. So what are we going to do? Do we need to redo all the content? Maybe we just need a fresh coat of paint on it, like we say, or if it's somebody that you've been working with for a while, whether you did their site or not, like the example of this one I was talking about, I built their site. I built this site. (laughs) It's only myself to blame for the junk that's in the back end, but I built the site, (laughs) but maybe only two years ago, this is, this will make the third site I've built for this client, they've been my client for about 10 years, and they they were kind of doing um, not a brand refresh exactly, but sort of um, sort of like their, their vibe, like they wanted to come across as more sass, like they, you know, like they wanted it to be just a little bit different vibe on the site than it had been before. So it's not a different logo. It's not different colors. We were just gonna move things around. And I was like, no problem. (laughs) (laughs) Where else might you get? we're like, what other scenarios might bring something like this? Or are those the sort of the two main ones? I've
1: got one that's like similar thing, um, in a site that we built for a festival. And at the time when we built it, we would have built it four years ago, maybe five years ago. Um, they had a content writer and like a brand strategist who made this really complex website. And so they we were like doing the design for it, but it was very complex and, the way it was laid out, it just wasn't super usable, which wasn't really our fault. Like we were building based off the pages and the content they told us to put on the pages, Um, but it just wasn't ideal. And so then with COVIDs kind of screwed them around and I thought they were gonna shut their website down, but they wanna have one more crack. And so they've got a little bit of funding. They just wanna do a redesign in terms of pairing the whole thing back down. So they've gone from like 30 pages to like six pages. And like all the events are going to just go on one page instead of having like categories of events and, you know, so they're like simplifying rather than like, like you say, the logo's Mm. the same, the branding's the same, the colors are the same, but the whole site structure is changing because it wasn't functioning the way that they'd wanted to. Um, and they would have spent a lot of money at the time on the brand strategies, brand strategist and us. Um, but they're kind of thinking, let's give it one more crack and approach it differently. So that's similar, similar type thing.
0: I have another one. Um, This is actually sort of an in-progress client. Uh, I inherited this client. She's got a few websites and the one that is her primary focus had um, really terrible navigation. It, it was very outdated. And so there's a ton going on on this site, like this site, I wouldn't like it would need fully rebuilt. But to just like level it up a little bit, I said, Why don't we do a new header and footer for the site. So yeah. that was something that that we tried that you wouldn't, that's an example of something where you wouldn't really need to, to rebuild. So mm-hmm. if you were going to redesign on the same site, How would you guys approach that what would you what would be your steps to take to make sure that you don't run into these sticky issues or to like make sure that you're checking all of your boxes you know
2: i think divi makes it really easy to redesign in that you can um save the page layouts like you can sort of like duplicate pages and then work on them sort of in the back end until you're ready and then you can just like clone one over the other essentially like i find that using something like Divi makes it super easy compared to some of the old themes that um were out there so I think um and this this episode was about redesigning a Divi site right rather than taking like a different theme so I think it makes it it does make it so much easier I think we can redesign our clients websites um, more often and a lot simpler than what we used to be
0: able to do We've had a few folks posting their steps in the chat. Uh, Joan says she uses global presets when necessary. Um, And then uh, Erin also seconded that, Erin Estes, and then said the default color palette as well. That's another good one to set up. Um, And then I think a lot uh, of the
1: time when you're redesigning these, though, you're probably redesigning from the days when that didn't exist. So like nine times out of 10, Mm. if I'm redesigning, global styles like global modules might have been there but not global styles and the default color palette wouldn't have been there when the first site happened so um one of the first steps i would be doing is putting into staging i mean that's kind of a no-brainer but putting it into staging and then (laughs) probably what i would do potentially um is to have a bit of a play around with it I would copy and paste my or save my style sheet somewhere else for my child theme and just start it completely fresh in terms of CSS, like clear out the CSS. Because I find what happens with a lot of websites is you build it, And then over time, like you just have to fix something. So you just chuck some CSS in there and then you chuck a bit more CSS in there and you chuck a bit more CSS and it just becomes this big jumble. So one of the things I like to do when we're redesigning is cut all of it out, but put it somewhere where I can access it. So then I'm like, well, I know I need the gravity stuff, so I'll just pull the gravity forms CSS across, Mm -hmm. but like, let's leave all the rest of it out and kind of you can slowly bring across what you need to bring back um so you're not having to rewrite it but then you can kind of start that process of like okay well let's do the buttons with the global styles so that next time it's much quicker to redesign so you're almost like preempting yourself in five years time mm-hmm. of like okay but well, when we get to a redesign then then we can just update the global styles and like bam 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 the buttons are done the colors mm-hmm. are done they're like all the things are done and it's almost like I mean in five years time there'll be something else new and we'll be like well now we have to redo that thing but like <laughs> Divi has evolved so much that I think any site you were redesigning you would almost have to redo a lot of those things because the technology has come so far and it's just so much cleaner to like actually start that stuff again but then it's so so quick right so say you do your global say you had all of your button stuff in css before sure you could update your css and you can go down that track if you want to but equally you could create a button create a global style for your button and then just go through the the site and uh, like um what's the word you can right click and like reset the button or it's something like that like mm-hmm. reset the styles
0: and- oh no I no, think you Reset like rese- Styles or something. Yeah,
1: like you put, basically pull out any styling you've put into the button and then tap the thing to say it's now my pink button or whatever it is. And so then you kind of just go through the site that way. Maybe that's a slow way of doing it, but I just kind of feel like that's preparing you for the future when they suddenly want to change all the buttons to green instead of pink. Um So yes, you could do it in CSS, but equally you can use the new power of Divi, which I think. So yeah, I would be clearing out as much and almost re, at least going through one page and doing that process. And then you can Absolutely. just read it through the rest of it another thing that i do sort of on top of that the same as like
2: clearing out is going through and doing a bit of a plug-in audit as well yeah and going through sort of all the plugins because there would be some in there that maybe you don't need anymore um especially like some of my old sites i use like you know like the divi booster plugin and things like that which yeah. you just don't need anymore because it's like all built into divi Well, a yeah. lot of the stuff that i was using it for anyway and so there's a lot of plugins in there that um I realize, okay, I don't need them and I can sort of take them off the yeah. site and clean all that out.
1: Or even taking the time to like, because we all used to use like the Aspen Groves footer editor one. And like at mm-hmm. the time that was an essential plugin and it's obviously not needed now, but you could leave it there because it's a pain. Like you don't want to take the time to actually mm-hmm. change. I think that's your moment to like actually make the effort to get rid of as many plugins as you can, because mm-hmm. you don't
0: need it now. Well, and also, like the dreaded double form plugins and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So if you're just if you've just taken on a site, maybe it's just a maintenance client or something. Maybe you don't want to deal with it. And it's fine. They got an okay speed, the site's working, like if it ain't broke, you know, but now that you're going to go in and actually get your hands dirty a little bit, and you're going to be on each page of the site, then you can say like, well, Caldera isn't even on any of these pages or it's only on this one. Let's just pop that into Gravity or whatever it is, you know, whichever they're they're using. So that is also a good opportunity for those kind of things. Uh, And you uh, could do that
1: through you just deactivate everything, like every single plugin, leave it on the site. You're in staging. It doesn't matter. Deactivate everything. Mm -hmm. And then as you come across pages, you'll be like, hmm, looks like we need a plugin to like do whatever this thing is doing. And so then you can kind of go, oh, well, this is the one that it's using. So it's a good process Mm -hmm. and and it gives you a chance to kind of have nothing running to be competing with each other to kind of get it to its
0: optimal function like that (laughs) Um, guys i wanted to mention something important that happened in the chat a little while ago uh, Mm -hmm. and that is we have been dubbed get ready girls we've been dubbed the divvies angels Everybody, yeah. this is gonna be ready. Do it. Away. No, I don't know. you got to no, go forward. Know. You're the other way, right? Because this is gonna be. I gotta go forward.
2: Right? Okay.
0: This is the what screen. Are, you go the other remember. way. You, you, you never day. seen Charlie's oh, Angels? God,
2: but it's been a long time.
0: Don't the other way. Like we're back to back, Sarah. Okay, oh my god. Okay. What am I? No, no, in the no, no, in the, way. the other way, Sarah.
2: Or can you see?
0: There you go. Oh man, this is gonna be. I'm gonna take
2: a screenshot
0: all right never mind maybe that looked ridiculous but thank you girls for calling us the Divvy's angels and uh and i've been just dying to say that so i didn't hear a thing you just said because no i'm just kidding um okay so now we've got uh we're, we're doing a fresh redesign maybe we're going to start from scratch what do you guys include when you're going to redesign a site like somebody just says they want to redesign do you go in and i mean that's this is something sort of think about, I think, for some of the folks out there, especially if you're new, that if you're going to redesign a site, just change how it looks and feels. Did you hear how much talk we just did about plugins, and styles Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff? Like you have to take that into consideration, when you are bidding out these projects. So what about even taking a look at say, their, their, their user experience, like the navigation? or how the buttons work, all that stuff. There's so much that goes into it that isn't just the colors or the photography that are a part of it, right? So I think Mm -hmm. that's really, that's really important and so
1: part of what you could do is like look at the stats so and you could work out whether you want to include that in your quote of like okay well let's do an audit of where stuff's at so look at google analytics look at what pages are getting the most traffic which ones in google search console what are people actually searching for that kind of information um you could put a heat map on your homepage for a little while and so kind of actually watch people using the website and seeing where are people actually going, um, by going to Google analytics and finding out where people are wanting to get to, then you can kind of look at the current site and go, well, the navigation isn't that easy to get there. Or maybe the reason they're going to that page is because that's the only page that is easy to get to. So let's make some other pages easier to get to, or, um, every site will be different, but doing a little bit of an audit through actual data rather than just, I think it looks ugly. Um, yeah. so let's fix it you can do
0: yeah. that yeah and you know what you know what doing an audit with actual data sounds like chitching chitching <laughs> <laughs> that is worth so much to people because uh, most of yeah. our clients they can't even comprehend that they don't understand how to deal with google analytics you know it's hard for us guys like if, if we get in there and get a little overwhelmed with google analytics imagine how yeah. the joe's landscaping company feels about it you know like or whoever we're we're dealing with uh when it isn't when they aren't like geeks like us so it's a super that is like one of the things you can do and also on the flip side of that not just you know not just to position it better for them but also to make sure you don't break it like what if there's what if they're getting really good traffic to a page? That's yeah. not the page that you want to say, hey, let's just get rid of this or let's bury it or mm. whatever, right? You want to make yeah. sure that you're paying attention to all of those analytics. Uh, okay, so we've yeah. got a couple questions in the chat. Um, Rafal Setzowski? Setzowski, I don't know. And why do I even try? I'm so bad at it. I'm sorry, Rafal. <laughs> Rafal? <Rafale. sighs> Do you redo the existing pages, or new draft pages, or simply drop in a whole new child theme?
1: Uh, well, we mm-hmm. we personally um, redesign in Adobe XD, so we don't actually do the redesign inside of Divi. I mean, we would obviously once we start building, but we do the redesign externally to the website initially, and so we would do a homepage and then another page um that's just the process that we do as a business and then once we come into it i i don't know which way if i was redesigning i would probably just actually do it inside the page but like i say i would clear out the css and kind of it's a bit of both um i would Mm -hmm. i would usually leave a section and then like recreate the new section below it and then delete out the top section and then kind of like do it staggered as i go um rather than or sometimes i would create a whole new page and maybe just call it like about two and then
2: mm-hmm.
1: delete out the about and you have to double delete just in case people don't know this you yes. do have to actually delete it's about, and be then delete about from it, the deleted because otherwise your yeah. um slug can't become about so you do have to make sure if you're going to go through that process you do it properly um so that you do have the correct slug or else copy and paste onto the original about page it doesn't really matter which way you go um one thing if you don't I want to say, double would...
2: delete too i tend to just change like about the old about page to about dash old as the slug you yeah, know no, even it's... if it's deleted and that way you can still keep it there
0: Hopper, then... like <laughs> smart emma i, <laughs> I cannot stress enough do not go in when you've got an about page in there that is about us or whatever don't go in and call it About new because (laughs) you are gonna be in for a world of hurt. Do what Emma says, do like Emma, and rename the old one first, and then keep the other one. Why? Because that will change your links, and then you just have to Mm -hmm. deal with going through all of this stuff after. Yeah, ask me how I know this. We always know everything we know on the shows. Pain (laughs) Pain is how we know these things. Yes,
2: absolutely. And that's another thing that you can um you can do too when you're sort of doing a bit of an audit on the site too if there are slugs like that that you actually do want to change so you know if it was just about or about us you probably just leave it but if it was something that just was a really um not seo friendly or user friendly slug then you might want to change that and if so going and doing like 301 redirects or something at the end to make sure that you're not losing any of that is really important and that's something that you can kind of do at the beginning when you're looking at the site when you're sort of reviewing and auditing the site before you quote on it you can see these things that potentially need to get changed and that was something i wanted to bring up before before we got too further on when you were talking about your process uh your processes of like how you approach a redesign pretty much the first step that i do before i even quote on a job the first thing is i actually do a review of the site and so i now get clients it's a paid review essentially that comes off the quote if they go ahead with me and it's really just a a loom video of me going through the site um and you know looking at sort of the navigation or the wording or the images or the design or things like that i also get their login so i can look at the back end and sort of see how it's set up and it's really a way of explaining my quote to them Um, you know so it's it's like um I'll present it to them the video and they get the proposal at the same time. And everyone I've done that to, I've only done maybe about three or four of those, but every single one, they're like, Yep, right away, sign the proposal, you know? It's really nice. just sort of convincing them what what's going on. And it's something that I was doing for free anyway. I was spending a good hour or so going through the site looking yeah. at that so I could do the proposal. So now it's like getting paid to just do my so what do you charge for you. Uh I think it's 165. Yeah, and nice. it takes me about an hour and then that comes off if they decide yeah. to go ahead it comes off it or they could obviously just take that somewhere else if they wanted to but so far so good everyone. But even like, if they do take hour it somewhere
0: long else, video, do you?
2: Sorry, what was that?
0: You don't record an hour long video, do you?
2: No, 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 no. The video oh, is probably 15 minutes maybe. Yeah. But it did take me an hour to yeah. go through the site, write some notes, then record the video, and yeah. then put the proposal together. Yeah.
0: See, that's because you are so organized and prepared <laughs> for things. I just I go in hot when I do my yeah. because <laughs> <I go in. laughs> uh, we we do um we do a video review of all our sites that we onboard for Focus WP. We're not going to redesign them, but similar sort of setup. Like we're going to get our hands in there. We need to know what what we're up against and make sure sure we're starting out on stable um, ground. So we go in, and I'll, I'll just share what we what we cover. I I do a quick on the front end. Like I really don't talk about design at all, like look or colors yeah. or anything, even if I don't like it, because that's not my job for that project. But I do discuss the navigation or the user experience if I think there's something that's off or that. Feels like friction as a new user coming to the site. Um, we take a quick look at mobile, make sure there's nothing wild and crazy going on there, um, and then or like broken words and you know things not showing up correctly. Then uh, I go in the back end and I do three things: users, themes, and plugins i just run through those users is easy Mm -hmm. you just send them a screenshot and say do you need all these administrators the answer is is no you do not like (laughs) you get rid of some of these and then whoever's left change your password and make it a good one and then and not your birthday you know make it a good one and then i tell everybody your website is only as secure as your weakest administrator password like you are the weakest link so Mm. buttercup so then uh we go through the plugins and we just run through them and i say like You've got two form plugins on here. Or you don't have a security plugin, or all of these things. And for us, it becomes so easy. And I'm uh, teaching my assistant to do it too. So it takes, you know, like for us, it's almost second nature because we're so used to building that we know what we need to include. So we're yep. familiar with these things, and we know so many plugins. And it's really funny. Like when I come across a plugin that I don't know, I'm always like, "Huh, I don't know what that one does. That's weird. <laughs> That's cool." <laughs> I guess you need it. I don't know. But anyway, like, <laughs> so we go through those things and then we just give them advice. And so that's a totally different scenario again. But that's if you don't know where to start on one of these audits, yeah. that's a great place. So users, themes, and uh plugins. Yeah, how many
1: times would they have like a million themes on there? You know, like mm-hmm.
0: all like the their, time. When they the were building it, they effort. like in tried there.
1: seven different themes and then they landed on some other one. And so they've got all seven of them still there, not updated. And then they've got like five versions of the WordPress
0: normal mm-hmm. theme. And you're like, oh my mm. God. That's a lot of those. <laughs> Standard line items is remove all 20XX, whatever. <laughs> whatever, it's out because you're not using yep. it. Yeah.
2: That's a good, actually. It's a bit of a sidetrack, but I have a question for you guys with that because I've heard. Some people like to, you know, you keep your divi theme, your divi child theme, and then the latest like WordPress twenty twenty theme or whatever. Do you guys yep. keep that, or do you delete nope. it? I delete I it. keep it.
0: I will tell you why okay. I don't. Because, mm-hmm. like, for real, when's the last time you had to use that to roll back to it? Like, I haven't
1: had to use it to roll back, but I have had I'm to use to it for it. testing.
0: Sure. So, like, How if a though? plugin, like once a year on a site
1: yeah but it's just easy to keep it
0: there takes two seconds to reinstall it and then you don't have to worry about keeping it up to date that's my thinking there's a lot of stuff that's like that and a lot of things that this is actually leading straight into something else that i wanted to talk about when we're doing a redesign is that like all those extra things that you put on while you're building whether you're doing a redesign or you're building a site from scratch it really applies but like um wordpress importer exporter you know, if you dump the things in, better search and replace. Yeah. Uh, file manager. Get that off of there. You don't need people poking around in there. You know, like all of those kind of things. What other ones uh, are
1: safe SVG some- upload?
0: oh good one
1: yeah i have a so i i was talking to steph the other day we use Airtable now for our like to-do list stuff and so i just did it yesterday because we had a website launch where in my launch because i always forget all the things in launch i'm like it'll just take me like half an hour to launch it no it will not (laughs) and so i've got like these subtasks and one of the subtasks is remove unneeded plugins And Mm -hmm. so it's that process of going through and getting all of those ones. And I firstly just go through and deactivate. No, I don't need that. No, I don't need And then just do a bulk delete all in one go kind of thing. But it's such a like therapeutic process. And then I think another good thing, this is kind of going into other territory, is then to go in and use WP Rocket or use one of the automate i don't know what they are cleanup plugins to like run a database cleanup just to like freshen everything up once you've kind of gone through and deleted all those things because it can actually kind of clear out a whole bunch of junk that doesn't need to be in there anymore
0: so do you use manage
1: wp yeah
0: oh i know i know emma does uh manage wp this is a little tip if you guys are Manage wp users I go in there to deal with my plugins because it has, you can tick all the boxes and it has one button, deactivate and delete. Yeah,
1: nice.
0: Boom. Cause then you don't have to go See, and tick all the boxes them. again.
1: I don't add them to WP, manage WP until in that last stage. And maybe what I could do is move it before removing the plugins. Oh, I put the mine moment, in it's on stage. It's probably in the other oh. order.
0: Yeah. So it's backing up.
1: Mm. Yeah, Yeah. So right.
0: Backups and stuff. Do you, what do you use yeah, for backups? Yeah, I don't do my backups there. there.
1: So that's part
0: of why. Oh, okay. That's okay. That's why we have it in there. So that's really easy. And then it also has the um, database overhead yeah. clean. Yeah. Right I will in. say about like ManageWP, uh,
1: there was a discussion the other day about it. And there was different opinions around like whether the backups are reliable or whatever. And I just wanted to say the next day I had a site. I only have one site that is with Managed WP backups because oh, no. we have no access other than that. And I had to access the backups, and I was like, "Oh my god, I don't know if they're going to work." <laughs> and it was flawless. And this is a oh, big good. site, a really big site, and it just worked flawlessly. So I just wanted to kind of come back and say, no. maybe it doesn't work for everyone, but it worked flawlessly for this particular site. And I was very scared, and it was fine. I think what it's a little bit of where they are.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. What,
1: they're with yeah. Australian host uh, WP. Uh, it's Australian hosting. It's some sort of okay. WordPress specific. It's almost like meant to be a flywheel, I think. But it's one I hadn't used before. I don't usually take clients on, on other hosting, but when I looked into it, it looked it looked okay. But we just don't have access to the backups. It's it's some weird. You have to put a ticket in to like access mm. the backups, which is... Oh,
2: okay. And I'm yeah. white labeling. But-
1: so it just is all a little bit tricky. Oh, yeah. So I was like, stuff it. I'll just put WP on it. The biggest thing I've
2: found with the backups, like sometimes they are flawless um, and I've found all the sites that I have site ground and stuff. They're just like, it's not a problem. It happens. It works every time if I need to restore a backup. But if I've had clients on other hosting, it can be a little bit temperamental. And you might know a bit more about that stuff because you use it so much more than me with so many more websites. Do you find that it's usually it's it's the hosting company that might have like a block on the plugin sort of accessing the site or?
0: i haven't i haven't made that connection to it i don't know Mm -hmm. sometimes it's temperamental but i like Mm -hmm. managewp has just worked for me i know so many people have other issues even tom on our same shared account sometimes he'll go in and have like random weird things or sometimes uh like just today we were doing updates and reports and our updater she was like all the update the um not the updates but the reports they would just hang they wouldn't generate so mm-hmm. i i've literally never had that happen to me so i don't i think sometimes there's like weird local issues if that makes any sense cuz i can't explain mm-hmm. it any other way even though that sounds not likely yeah. in other news the three of us just got ta- tagged by Danny Green on Facebook wonder what that <laughs> could be
2: oh i saw that she said she took the screenshot so
0: i thought (laughs) guess what yeah
1: yeah (laughs) fun times
0: Uh... (laughs) i don't know where we're up to in
1: our redesigning process
0: oh uh so the other thing okay so we're talking about cleaning up plugins and things like that this Mm -hmm. the one is like the bane of my existence that i hate doing and i just am bad at doing it is cleaning up the images how many like dummy images or icons you put in in the first place or then good ones but they end up not working or the client doesn't like them or then you're like oh i should crop that different or oh let me add that but if you're redesigning
1: it's even worse than that because there's so many archaic images on there and i think it was years ago and it might have got better but you know how it's it shows you what, what page it's attached to Like what Mm. I discovered the hard way was at the time, at least, if you used an image as a background image, it didn't attach it to a page. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I'll just get all the ones that are unattached and I'll just delete them all and it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. And I got rid of so many, and I had to go do a backup and it was fine, but it was that thing of like, I thought it would be a simple process to work out which images are in use versus which ones aren't in use and at the time and i don't know now but at the time that process was not easy and it's a manual mm. process of like i don't know if we need this image anymore
0: yeah no often yeah. The neck. and i would just like to point out as a single person that i feel the pain of those unattached images thinking that they're worthless <laughs> but
2: they're unattached. not they're the most
1: important they're L- the background images that's right. <laughs> they might be a critical image on one of your pages.
0: I know. Yeah. It's true. one of
1: the steps that I have in my I have like a pre-flight
2: checklist thing that I go through. Um that's actually a freebie on my website now, but I had um I was doing it just for myself because like you, Sarah, you get to the end of the job and you think, oh, I can just do this. And then it was like trying to remember all (laughs) the different things I have to do. Um, And one of them, yeah, is going through and deleting the plugins. But I have mine in Managed WP already. So I take a backup before I delete any plugins just in case because that's like such a big one that you don't want to stuff up Um, but also deleting images as well so at the end of a job, I also go through and make sure there's alt text on all the images like um, but before I do that I make sure I delete any unnecessary ones so I'm not like spending heaps of time creating alt text images that I don't need Um, and one part of my process when I am redesigning or even just designing in general is like you know when you upload an image like oh it's not quite the right size so then you'll upload exactly the same image try and delete it as you go or whatever (laughs) delete as I go because I didn't yeah. used to do that. And then you end up with five of the same one. You're like, oh, which one am I using? And like, it just makes yeah. it hard. So, And it doesn't no, really take that really much more time. So,
1: so helpful. Like, I, I reckon good. while you're uploading the new one, just deleting the old one while you're waiting for the upload to happen yeah. is a good yeah. process because it's not taking any, because I think we often feel like, I don't have enough time to like delete yeah. these things, but you have to wait for it to upload anyway. So why not just straight mm-hmm. away delete it, whatever you're replacing, Delete it and then you know, then it's done. Yeah, definitely.
2: So um, that's one thing I do. Then and then at the end of the job, go through and delete all the those extra um, bits and pieces yep. as well. So whether that's images, but also like drafts,
1: like actually, I got caught out like that real and- bad um, with images and just like to kind of put it out there as something it was because i had the seo settings wrong so this sounds like it's a whole other thing right but we had used temporary images we'd used a stock image like as a temporary image and i don't i did have a license for the stock image but then i kind of lost track of the license like i think it was with i stock and then i didn't have i stock anymore and i didn't have the account and you know all that kind of good stuff we'd used it as a temporary image we never deleted it um even though we had the license we then had the seo settings to like track it was back when i didn't know what the hell i was doing we had the seo settings to like allow images to be indexed and so then this company got a very big angry letter saying we are going to sue you because you are using our image and you don't have a license to use our image and so then we had to like figure out how to actually prove that we did have the license and it was this whole big thing but it was that thing of like we had a temporary image and then it was indexed and then that caused trouble so you know mm. make sure you got your settings right for seo but equally not removing images could cause you issues like it could just be that you're using an image of a person who now no longer works for that company and then they get really pissed off and somehow if that image is tracked down then you could kind of get yourself in trouble so
0: mm. The oh, hard that's, lesson. I learned. That gives me anxiety just thinking about that scenario. It was
1: pretty awful, like trying to find the proof because it was one of those things. Like it had been done with my Sarah Dot email address, oh, yeah, which yeah, then yeah. didn't exist anymore. It was just oh, like geez. this whole thing. Yeah. And they're a nonprofit. It just was awful. Like the whole thing was awful. But we got there in the end, and it was fine. But it made me learn that lesson. Like that, it matters what's just sitting on your server because if it's sitting on your server and somehow. Findable, um, it matters. Mm.
0: That's another good tip. Guys, I have kind of a newbie question about alt tags in Divi. I thought they fixed it where it like you'd put the alt tag in in the media library and then it would show up on the page, but it still isn't fixed, is it? I, thought that I don't see changed.
1: I'm still using the plugin um, to fix it at the moment. I'll, I'll love it when it is fixed, and if it is fixed, tell me because then I can stop adding that plugin. But at the moment, <laughs> it's my stock standard plugin where it automatically pulls it in for you. So it has that thing. The way it's set up is, if it if you've manually put it into a Divi module, it will use that. If you haven't manually put it into the Divi module it will look for an alt text in the image if you haven't put an alt text it will look for the title of the image and it Mm. will put something out of one of those three things so i used that one it was a free one it's from someone from another country so when you look at the plugin page you have to use the translator it works really well so that's i don't know what it's called um i can i'll look it up while we're chatting
0: it's from another country guys (laughs) <laughs> to be able to find it, that's does that help?
1: I, it just wasn't that easy to find. I think I found it through some random blog post. At some oh, point. okay. Yeah. Because I uh, thought it I'll worked it.
2: for like if you use the image module, but if you had like a background image or something like that, or background an image within don't. a module, it still does. Even the image module doesn't work.
1: Oh, image module. Oh uh, no, I'm pretty sure if you import it, it through it. unless you. Put it in the image module alt text mm. section, which who is going to spend the time to do that? Nobody. Like the amount of times that it would take you to actually put it into the alt text section when you're uploading an image. And I get the point. The point is that then you can put it in there. And then as you like muck around with changing images, it's going to stay there. But I still think it's stupid. Like it is, it is by far one mm. of the most stupid things that exists in Divi, in my opinion, because it's a huge problem. It's so it's- much quicker to do it in media
2: yeah and it's it's, sometimes you might use the same image on multiple pages and you don't want to have to be like having to if you're smart enough to name
1: the image what you want the alt text to be firstly Mm. that's good for seo because it makes the slug of the image the like the alt text but secondly it will automatically put it as the title and then if you use this plugin it will just pull it in and you don't even have to think about it you don't even have to add it to the alt text section because it automatically is going to do that hard work for you
0: Sorry. Okay, guys, we've yeah. got some we've got some discussion happening on this. We've got some multiple answers. We're gonna have to somebody get uh, pick up our secret phone that calls Nick for Divi's Angels. What's that? <laughs> and he's saying he, it does it like automatically
1: now. Phone. I'll be so happy if it does.
0: So okay, so Nancy is saying it, it's working on a site for her now. Christian okay. says on a current project, but I'm asking where. So he set – I said, where did you set the alt tag for that? And he said in the media library, oops, sorry, wrong one
2: mm-hmm.
0: on the media. What does that mean? Chris? Yeah. I reckon that'd be on the actual image. Chris is from another country too. Yeah. in the media library. Is that what you mean? Okay. I reckon. And yeah. Then let Dick us know if it's the media, media library. Alt tag. Uh, Danny is confused. Like we are. She's like, I thought they fixed that a while ago. I thought yeah, they did too, but then did I just did ran too. into trouble with this. It wasn't putting it into the code of the site. Just so it wasn't even though
2: it appears in the Divi module, it wasn't appearing in the code. Is that what you- Something
0: like appearing? that. I got to remember. It was okay. been like a month ago, maybe, and I got to remember what the deal was. Um, and okay. then um, MCP consultancies. I don't know who this is. I wonder if this is one of our pals. Uh, most SEO plugins like Rank Math do it. I didn't know that either. I'm not sure about that. That's also to be Yo confirmed. It certainly doesn't
1: automatically do that. Um, uh, I've put the SEO
0: Press Pro, so I don't know about that one.
1: I put the plug-in um link just in the chat, just in case it's useful, in case it's not doing it. Uh. But I'm definitely gonna go and do a test today. Sorry, I keep bumping my mic. Um I'm gonna go, go do a test today and we can report back next week as well. But people seem to be mm-hmm. saying it's fixed. And if it's fixed, that's one less plugin that we have to have. And I'm gonna be very happy for that to be the case. But um, if it isn't, then this plugin fixes it for
0: you. The plugin oh, from right. another country.
1: I, that cool. sounds so <laughs> racist. I don't mean that in actually going to the website. It's not racist. It's, in it's just <laughs>
0: useless information. Everything.
1: You did it didn't oh, used man. to be that's in like, English. So two
0: Australian plugins? Come on. Oh, they've obviously the thing. We're in Australia every website
1: from another country pretty much. That might so. be racist. Oh, and now that plugin is at, is at Divi Cake. So obviously oh. Divi Cake has hmm. taken over that plugin. And now you pay for it.
0: There you go. Can you pop the uh, pop the link in the show notes so we can put right, it on I'll the... Put the Divi cake link in the show notes? <clears throat> yeah. Oh man. That was a roller coaster. I feel a little better now. I'm glad I brought it up because I feel a little embarrassed. Like I feel like I should know that answer, but it literally nobody knew Divi that. Divvy chat's answer. for right? For something <laughs> like, like, <laughs>
1: about the things yeah. that we feel stupid about
0: <laughs> or where we failed oh monumentally. <laughs> Guys. Thank I think you. too with the redesign
2: it's so um it's so different like you can't just have a set price for redesigning a website every website is so different like you know for new website builds yeah you can have set packages potentially for like you know the amount of pages and things like that but redesigns are so varied and i think i i don't think you could ever do it without a custom quote like you'd have to review each website individually and what they actually need
1: yeah for sure and how many times have we been bitten by that? Like, you have a quick look at it and you're like, "Oh, it'll be fine." Yeah, that's um, no problems at all. And then kind of get into it and you're like, "Oh, crap!" Yeah, <laughs> much more complex than I thought. And then you're really out of pocket. Absolutely. But hopefully, you learn the lesson from it, and you know, next time you um get better at it. There's so much discussion yeah. about this whole alt text thing in the chat, which is no. great, right? Except I'm like is saying, saying. I want reading I'm reading. Like like, the SEO in? plugins add your alt text into the code, which is baffling my brain. I didn't like. I. I'm feeling stupid now, but I was sure it was not doing that. So I'm whether also, it's new, to I'm also a little plugins, sus. I don't. About... I don't feel like the. The SEO plugins are the ones who do that. It's Divi that has to do it. Like Divi has to actually get the old text and put it into the image. HTML. Anyway, I like, I don't know. Now,
0: the, I will say that the OG tags go, you know, so the, the open graph tags mm-hmm. take information that you put in about a page from the page and put that into yeah, right. the code. Yeah. Nice. So it does actually inject stuff into the code, but I don't know how yeah. it would do that automatically with the images for every image. Because Divi
1: is kind of prioritizing its own thing, and when there's nothing in there, Divi prioritizes showing—well, used to prioritize showing nothing. So
0: All right, Christian says he did it. Did you? Did we get a confirm on this? Did somebody just go do it and see? Give me like a. I don't know. Type it out. I just tried this, and this worked. Let us know (laughs) if you could. Yeah, Sarah, we don't need to check this. We have people. They'll check for us. We have people our adoring fans will go and do this for us right You guys. i am speaking always of- happy to
1: get rid of a plugin, in there
0: speaking of adoring fans yeah. who feels like hitting that like button huh how about it guys give us a little thumbs up if you are listening on your podcast app we'd love to have a thumbs up over there too hit us with a review if you ever if you enjoy this episode of divvy's angels please uh, let us know call call Nick tell him to trademark the crap out of that because we're going to bring it we're going to bring it to the next
2: we need like a spin-off show like we do. to be chatting and there's a spin-off where they say s- he could
0: send us on missions <laughs> like website missions
1: oh
0: man this is this is going to work great I can tell uh okay Christian said it works well he said i did it i'm oh. not sure that's and then further down typo should have been just tested it here
1: so there you go so Pushing. you don't need that okay. link that i sent you don't spend your money on the plugin great well oh, i feel sorry for that plugin they were just about to get a
2: whole
0: bunch of downloads <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: and it was free when i like first used it so i didn't even pay for it
0: sorry oh Good. As we are coming up to the top of the hour, shall we do some final thoughts today? We've been like going overtime every week, and we haven't had time to to do it. Does anybody have a final thought they'd like to share?
2: I think the top biggest tips? one for me is if you ever get a client come to you and want to redesign, uh definitely do your research on that site before you give them a quote. So, um asking for the login so you can actually log in and check out the site and see what's going on there getting um a few pertinent questions from them about like what is working that they like what isn't working what do they what extra things do they want Um, and honestly i found doing the website review process it means you're getting paid to do all that research that you're going to do anyway Um, and i'm happy to um share some links to that so you guys can go like check out my (laughs) very quickly put together divi like page it's just from like one of the stock standard divi layouts that i put together with a quick form for people to like fill in a review and you guys can um, like steal that as much as possible because it's like it's honestly something i implemented that has just it saves me so much time and makes me win the project as well um and i just think it's really important to do that sort of um put in that extra effort when you're doing that proposal. Don't just be like, oh yeah, no worries, too easy. I can do that without looking at the back end because especially if you're taking over a site that was built by someone else, you just don't know what's going on there. You don't know how hard it's potentially going to be.
0: Yeah. That's like the best possible advice that you could be given here today. Now I know Sarah also mentioned earlier in the show, taking a look at the analytics and there was a question that we sort of blew right past, but someone, I don't remember who now, sorry, it's way up in the chat said, um, what if they don't have analytics on their site?
1: So my thought with that one, um, is, I mean, firstly, you can say, well, you know, we can always start fresh now and I can just give you my advice in general. But um, often when I'm starting with a site, we can't start straight away anyway. So even if you could just get analytics on it for the next month and then you get to start in a month's time, like that would be the other option if they want to actually get some data or use like Hotjar and use a heat map type thing on the homepage. So you at least get some sort of data. But yeah, if you can't get it, you can't get it. And then you just have to kind of do your best guessing. Um, You can then use something like, what's the frog app? Screaming frog. Um, Yeah. Screaming frog. So you can use something like screaming frog to do a site map of the site. So you kind of work out, okay, well, what are all the pages? So if you can't get the data of like, who's going to what page you can at least try and work out, well, what pages are there? Let's make sure we don't lose any pages or if we're going to lose a page, let's make sure we redirect it to somewhere else. Um, you can only yeah. do what you can do, right? Like if you don't have the data, you don't have it, but if you've got a little bit of time up your sleeve and they can manage to get it on their old site, then that's a good way to at least get a couple weeks of data. It's not going to be great, yeah. but it's better than nothing.
0: I got, mm-hmm. um, uh, visual site maps from AppSumo a couple yeah, months too. ago. It's a nice one. Uh, the other thing I was, wow, what was I just going to say about that? I got all distracted thinking about AppSumo um oh you know what i hear when somebody says i don't i don't have analytics on my site what do we hear girls cha-ching cha-ching upsell time (laughs) i will set that up for you no problemo (laughs) like we can do that and we you start talking like what sarah did i mean do you hear how expert she sounds you guys can all do that you say like that's no problem we'll just get analytics connected to your site because you can really set up google analytics so fast it's easy to set it up it's much harder to interpret the data but if you could set it up so easily for them so like we'll get that set up mm-hmm. on your site and then we'll let it run for two weeks while we're planning the designs it'll be minimal data but you can have something that a guide our our process oh my gosh like people will eat that up that sounds so good right and for a fee don't forget so uh danny green as always team. Action. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, no. She it. enabled
2: me on Friday. She bought a, a new plugin, a new thing from AppSumo called Feed Hive, I think. And I was like, Oh, I have to buy this. <laughs> she's such an AppSumo
0: enabler. We're going to talk about it later. And then I'm going to go buy it too, probably. So she's like a second degree, second degree enabler. Cause I already want it. Yeah. I don't even know what it is all right everybody is it a
1: media um that just share that one from youtube this is my first time here do you go live at a set time would love to tune in again heck yes we do we go live at this same time every week um it is based on american time zone so depending on where you are it will change throughout the year for me it changes up to two hours difference um throughout the year but it is this time for the next little while at least
0: hmm 5 p.m. Eastern, and uh, go jump over to our Facebook page, Divi Chat. You can just Google Divi Chat, uh, not Google it, search it on Facebook. Google that on Facebook, like my mom <laughs> says, and you can find our Facebook page, and then you can um, get our notices, or you can subscribe on YouTube, because that's where you are, right? Yeah, if you subscribe, then you'll get a little notification whenever we post the social, and we usually go live. FYI, everybody, tell her in the chat what time we go live, because you all know make sure media doesn't think we're not coming, it's gonna be seven after. We were a couple minutes (laughs) early today, actually, so I'm pretty proud of us. It's because Emma's like, I get all nervous. We are not 515. (laughs) Come on. Uh, No, it's the seven after (laughs) podcast, Erin. Come on, get out (laughs) of here, get out of here. All right, thanks, you guys. This was a fun one. Thank you, Uh, ladies only. I mean, come on, what a treat to not have all that stinky testosterone in here today <laughs> talking about design. I hope this was helpful to you guys. Uh and if it was, again please subscribe, hit the like button, and we will see you all next Tuesday.
1: Bye. I feel like we're missing Tim.